Hey, Bo, it's Saturday, right? Yes, sir. It's Saturday. You know what that means. It's that new episode day, ain't it? Yes, sir. You think they're ready for it? I don't know, but let's drop it anyway. I'm with it. On your count, bro. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Black Anime Podcast. You all about that You are now tuned in to the Black Enemy Podcast. You are now tuned in to the Black Enemy Podcast. What's good, everybody? I want to welcome y'all back to season three of the Black Anime Podcast. This is the season premiere, and you know it's it's a it's a big day. It's a big day for this. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> um, we were waiting for this for a while, and we've been preparing for this for a long time. We're glad to finally drop it. It's you know it's time. It just felt like a good opportune time to do it right in August. A lot of stuff getting kicked off, and uh, we're one of them. And uh, but you already know it's your main man here, Aaron, aka the Lost Homie, aka the Anime Anthology, and your boy Bo. Welcome back to season three. It's your boy Bo, uh, aka the Manga Mogul, aka the man who reads a thousand things. But yeah, so glad to have you guys back. Yeah, that um, I mean, even though like we didn't take a week off or anything like that, but it still feels like like this last week was like felt really long. So yeah. I don't know, I don't know about to y'all who's listening, but to us it felt long. So um, and it's still a lot more you want to do. It's gonna be a, a great next couple of months. But honestly, y'all don't really come here for us, okay? I mean, I mean, I hope y'all did. I mean, I love I, I love us. I don't know if y'all love us, but y'all may come here for us. I came here for these two great guests we have today. Um. You know, uh, people we wanted to kick off this this season with, and not only this season, but this next step in, in our podcast. You know, um, we have our people here from Concept Moon Studios. Somebody we, we you know been keeping an eye on from far away, but we're glad to finally you know reel them in to the uh, podcast. Uh, um, I'm not gonna say their names. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. So I usually I usually do that. Sometimes. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Uh, go ahead, y'all. Um. Hey everybody, I'm Keith. Uh, I go by Strange Keith, and uh, I'm the marketing director for Concept Moon. And <clears throat> peace, peace, peace. Going on, family. This is uh, Brandon. Uh, I'm the CEO and uh, editor in chief of Concept Moon Studios. I go by a couple of different names. You can call me Brandon or Bobby. Um, yeah, we're just here to talk and enjoy ourselves. And now, uh, yeah, man, happy to be here. Yeah. We're happy to have you guys Definitely here. Excited. I'm- Y'all doing, I mean, big things. I mean, there's only a few full indie studios that we know that are doing that are doing, you know, similar stuff. But I mean, everybody's unique in their own way. And y'all definitely do it in your own way. But we gonna we gonna we gonna dig into that. We're gonna get into that. Hmm. But first, as always, it's a new season, but we keeping some similar structure here. Um, we're gonna start with the what's up as always. And um you already know uh, what the what's up is. What, what, what are we watching? What are we reading? What are we getting into? What's going on in our lives? Get to know us a little bit, you know. Um, and I'm gonna go last, as always. We're gonna let our guests go first. Go ahead, Keith. What you got? 
Oh man, nothing much. It's just been uh, you know, working on concept moon stuff. Uh we got a lot of big things coming up. Um I've been, you know, writing a manga as some people know, so um uh, working on that. Uh still, you know, doing watching anime like I always do. I've been watching um I've been watching a lot of Ace of Diamond. Um mm-hmm. that show has been insanely good. Like that I, I wasn't, people have been telling me to watch that show, and I, I wasn't expecting, uh, I was expecting it to be good, but I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it's been. Um, but yeah, man, just watching a lot of Ace of Diamond. Uh, I'm kind of I'm on some weekly stuff. Um, Decadence. Uh, what else am I watching? Um Watching uh, Apari Ranman. Uh, that's that's a show I kind of been I I had wanted to watch last season and it got postponed. Uh, and that was like probably the one I was the most sad about getting postponed. Uh, so I was glad to for it to be back. I'm really enjoying that show too. Um, what else? Uh, did I say I don't know if I said decadence. Um, but I'm watching you did, decadence. You did. Watching, um, okay, uh, Demon King Misfit, the Misfit, Misfit Demon King Demon Academy, Demon yeah, 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 that, yeah, I'm watching that. Um, I started Rent a Girlfriend yesterday, and that that show is hilarious. Um, I think that's about it, or that's the kind of the the key ones I've I've been that are that are fresh in my mind right now. Oh, bet I mean I've been meaning to get into Ace of Diamond. Um, because I hear it's so good, but I mean, I'll, I'll watch it sooner or later. But uh, just to comment on Decadence right now, well, Rent a Girlfriend uh, is amazing. I'm just gonna put that down right now. Man, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's like all that, and I love drama, and that yeah. show is just mm-hmm. drama. Yeah, and I, I like. I was not expecting it to be uh, as good as I only. I think it's only three episodes out right now. Um, but those three episodes were way better than I was expecting them to be. Yo, a hundred percent worth the watch. And um, but decadence wise, decadence, I, I, I'm still two episodes behind. I'm watching tonight. I meant to watch them yesterday, but I almost about to fall asleep. It was I was up late yesterday. But decadence episode two. Not gonna try, not gonna spoil episode two. And if y'all see me tweet this, if y'all see me tweet this. <laughs> It's an experience. I, I I can't even explain. Oh yeah, it's it's like a it's it's like you get hit with a wild curveball out of nowhere, almost. I did not expect that in any way, shape, or form. Like I I I don't know. I can't I can't wait to see what else they come up with. But uh, uh let's move on. Let's go, Brandon. What you got? What you been up to? Oh yeah, yeah. So oh man, just. Just doing a lot of uh, <clears throat> editing. That's really I've been, all I've been doing recently. Editing. Uh, we've been we get preparing these books for the starter, and uh, and I'm writing I'm writing like three projects myself. I'm writing Sun Eaters, Outlaws, um, and I actually in uh, Free Fall Gods, and uh, and then uh, working on a, a novel as well called uh, Instruments of Jahan. So mm. just been a lot of writing, a lot of uh, editing. Um, uh, as far as stuff I've been watching and reading recently, uh, I've been reading God, the the God of High School uh, webtoon manga. Talk That's to me. Like, Talk to me. Yeah, 
that's been crazy. I'm like 150 uh, what, episodes go- in. What, what's going on right now? Where you at? Um, I just got to the part where, uh, like, you know, spoilers or whatever, but he turned into the, the Monkey King. Or oh, they fought the boy. Monkey King. Yeah. Yeah, you in the mix. You yeah. in the mix. That's what's yeah. up. I was like, oh, man. I was like, when I got to that part, I was just like, yeah, this shit going to be crazy. So, um, and I read the the little mini flashback of his dad, or his granddad, excuse me. And uh, so, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm I'm like all the way invested in God of High School right now. And, uh, yeah, nah, God of High School is heat. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're reading it, though. That's what's up. Yeah, like for me, like reading is like way easier because I'm so busy all the time. So, like, instead of sitting down and watching, I'll probably watch like a couple new uh, episodes and then i'll go and i'll read the whole manga because it's just a little quicker for me so you know i've been reading fire force i've been reading uh baruto um finished demon slayer um one i have been watching is the food wars like i'm in i'm in season four of food wars i think and um i didn't know that i didn't know that went as hard as it actually does i I was surprised. Like nobody told me about food wars. I think I tweeted. Um, keep I praying, I keep, tweeted keep, keep, keep preaching the gospel, Brandon. Keep, keep telling them about food wars. <laughs> like, keep telling them. Yo, which you know, I got a whole different perspective of it because my mom, my mom is actually a chef. So like a lot of this stuff, I like I, I can I kind of relate to it a little bit. And it's just like yo, they really, they really, like, this shit kind of dope. Um, I'm actually probably one of the few people that like still likes Sword Art Online, like. I really, you know, I'm really enjoying the uh, Alicization. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that's that's really been my bread. But I actually sat and watched uh, um, was it Konosuba? I kind of watched that on accident um, last weekend, kind of just looking for something random to like to kill some time, and it actually entertaining. I'm kind of ashamed I liked it. Um, oh, you shouldn't be ashamed. Konosuba is is a victory. And comedic storytelling, okay, <laughs> it, it hits every parody yeah. point and satire point perfectly with mainstream isekai. It's amazing. Yeah, like yeah, like it, and I was just I was really surprised at how well written it was to be for for what it was. You know what I mean? So you hit it right on the head. It kind of just knocked. It just hit every check every box perfect. Um, and. Uh, so, you know, some other stuff I was checking out, you know, Goblin Slayer. I'm current on Goblin Slayer manga. Um, yeah, I could go on for another probably five or ten minutes just talking about <laughs> what I've been reading. But uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll taper off right now. Weird. That's what's up. All right, All right Bo. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've been chilling, man. I'm doing good. Just working, spending time with my girlfriend, my family, stuff like that. Um, in terms of what I've been watching and reading, reading some of the weekly stuff. I'm a little behind on a few of the webtoons and manga. I'm like a few chapters behind of most up-to-date God of High School, uh, Tower of God still on hiatus. Uh, I'm behind on Fire Force. I have been reading Blue Lock. So Blue Lock, for those who don't know, is a soccer manga. I'm hoping it could fill the void of Haikyuu. So far, it's not, but it's still enjoyable. So I'm reading Blue Lock. Uh, yo, one thing that I've been doing that I tweeted about it um, from the page or whatever, and, like, actually a lot of people, a few people favorited it. 
Have you guys been watching or have you guys watched Pokemon Journeys on Netflix? And like I, they just put it up. I haven't. Yo, that thing is fire. Like <laughs> <laughs> and so they only got 12 episodes out, but like it was like I thoroughly enjoyed it. At the end, they have like some um I don't, I don't know what to, maybe like Easter eggs, I guess, of like some things from like the old Pokemon, which I really enjoyed. And then the last episode of the second to last episode, there's like a fight between these two like Pokemon trainers. They're like called Monarchs or something like that. And yo, the fight, it was just amazing. Like, <laughs> so I, I was like, I really enjoyed that. So uh watch that. Now I'm watching Pokemon Sun and Moon. So I'm on like episode two or three of that. Um, but there's this thing called the Z moves. I don't know if anybody's familiar with it, but like in the second episode, Ash and Pikachu do this crazy like move. And I'm like, Yo, how come like the anime community do not be gassing this enough for me? Like, <laughs> yo, I gotta find I gotta find a way to find that clip and put it on the page, bro. It was amazing. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh, other than that, I'm uh, I'm chilling, man. What else? I'm trying to think of anything else that I've been reading. I recently caught up on this fighting manga called All Rounder Megaru, so that was pretty cool too. But that's a, that's about it for me. Bet 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 bet. Um, for me personally. I have, let's see, I've been binging a lot. Again, I've tried to get 12 a day because I'm trying to, my, my, for my Blanime binge challenge, I keep telling you, I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to get to 400 by the end of the month. That's not happening. Ooh. But Way I think ahead I'm, of me, though. <laughs> I'm at, I'm, I, I think by the end of this month, I'm hoping I'm at about 750, I think. I think about, I think I hit about 350 by the end of the month. I was trying to get to 1,000. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, competitor. That's what I am. So I'll you say you're watching nothing but One Piece is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually the one I told myself I'm not going to watch. I ain't going to cheat. Um, that's cheating. Got like fucking 900 episodes. Win, man. <laughs> oh, but um, so I've been uh, watching. Let's see. I've been this week has been my catch up on week, uh, seasonal anime because um, we don't have our mid season episode till the end of next month. So. I've been like kind of slow on it just because I like I like being able to binge it all at once because I hate waiting week to week, especially for some like food wars and for um uh let's see what was the other ones a few there's a few other others I just hate we, we watching week to week but yeah so I caught up on running girlfriend um I gotta catch up on no guns life that's what I'm gonna do today but uh I watched the Goblin Slayer movie yesterday it's not good. But it's whatever. Oh, really? Um, I was kind of looking forward to that. It's, it's just it's just one it's crushed. just one long oh, episode with like a thirty minute recap in the beginning, and it was just mm. it was so disappointing. It's uh, it's just so ridiculous. I, it's just so disappointing. I was so sad about it. But yeah, I can't. Is it? Does it deal with the arc where they go into the um, like just like a, a underground fortress or something like that? No, nah, this is the one where they go into the castle. Um, and they fight uh the guy uh, the king that it's this it's just I like it was if it, like they should yeah. they, my problem was they they kept pushing it as a movie when it wasn't a movie that's the problem like mm. if they just called it a special it was just a long episode yeah like if it was just like oh the goblin slayer special I'm like okay yeah that's a special and I wouldn't judge it as harshly but for a movie it was garbage and the animation was the same it was like yeah like again y'all just slapped the special name on the episode so that was bad um. Caught up on Shiver River Failed Night. Well, finished the whole thing at Shiver River Failed Night. It's not good. Fighting is, fighting is good, though, but the actual show isn't good. Um, last two things. You, I got you didn't like it? No, Shiver River Failed Night oh, was bad. Know. That was bad. 
was bad. Oh man. Well, oh, you watched the show or you was reading the manga? I I watched the show. I didn't read the manga. Okay, I can't. All right, all right. The show, I mean, the show animation was crisp for the most part, <laughs> but like the actual plot, I was uh, like, I, I liked it, but the way they like way they like did it, there's only I think there's probably about three or four episodes I really enjoyed. The rest I was like, uh, you know, but the main problem was I hated the sub and the dub voices. They are both garbage to me. Uh, yeah. I yeah. could not. I could not I get mean, into that it. That can ruin a whole show. <laughs> I could not. Like my mom came in, and my mom is like, she doesn't dislike anime, but she's just not someone who sits down and watches the series. But she'll come in and watch a little bit of a show with me for like 20, 30 minutes, like that. She walked in here, sat down on my couch, looked at the TV, and like listens like two, three seconds. She's like, "This sounds garbage." Like that's exactly what she said. And my mom has never said that. She <laughs> never stopped and said that anything I watched. Like usually she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is outrageous," but she never like, "This is garbage." She's like, "Yeah, I gotta leave." I'm so serious. Like she sat down for like two minutes and stood up and left because it was that bad. So I don't, I, I don't know what's up the voices, but they were just bad. Um, and then two things I got to preach to gospel on. Well, actually, like four things I preach to gospel on. Um, one, Fire Force season two. It was so good. These two episodes have been so good. It, it's made me want to go back and rewatch season one and then start season two all over again. Like that's how good it was. So good that I feel like I want to just re like have the whole experience again. That's how good it was. Okay, like they Fire Force is hitting heavily right now. If you're not watching, you need to go watch. Um, then, uh, I like I think it was a Keith, was a Keith who said that? Oh, no, no, it was Brandon. Sort of online. I get it, I yeah. understand. Yeah, that was Brandon. Yeah, yes. I, Brandon, I understand. Season two, incest, right? I don't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. You didn't want it. Nobody wanted it. Season three was decent. Sinon, best girl. I give it that. It was good. I like the concept. Yep. They took away a lot of the stakes. It was, it was a fun watch. Alicization and War of the Underworld are amazing. And everybody should be watching. Yeah. Completely different experience. Yeah, it's completely complete, different. Completely it's almost like different. it's watching a different show. Completely. Different. Yeah. Completely different. Especially the last episode, the episode where um the uh was it the time traveling sword? I forget, I forget his name and the and the oh, main villain fall. Yes. It gave it's it's the only it's, yeah. besides Fire Force. This is probably the only show this season, fighting wise, that is giving me true goosebumps. I'm just being. I'm just. Yeah. I'm not that might been. That might be one of the top. <laughs> that might be one of the top five fights in the whole the whole like series. Yes, like, in my opinion, like definitely. The, the, like, that was crazy. Not, not only with the creativity of how the fight happened, the ending result. And then even the voice actor jobs in this, the voice actors is on, they're on they like the peak of the perfection, right? Of the of their um performances right now. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. The aftermath in the next episode where where Alice is like, wait, so he can just come back. So he died. Oh, I, I don't want to I don't even want to spoil it. It's so good. I need you to watch it. I don't even want to spoil it. Oh my gosh. This is so good. Um Oh, I I, I kind of have a, might have a whole episode on Sora Online. Just might have to be done. Um, <laughs> just might have to be done because it's so bring good. Me um, bring me back for that one. I want I want to talk all that shit. <laughs> I will. I, I promise so you. Me, I will hit you up. Let me ask you all this: if if I if I haven't seen any sword art online, could I just jump into Alicization, or I need to see all of it before that? You could I mean, technically see it. I mean, you, you don't could jump. I think you could jump in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say this. You you wouldn't understand why people hold the main character in such high regard, but you could definitely watch it and understand everything. Yeah. All right. 
But I think I always say this. Watch the first season, and then you can just really skip the next two. That's what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Because the first season, I still think it's really good. Exactly. But That's two right. and three, two and three, they don't really yeah, have to watch Season two season. is... Season two is that Alpine season. And that, you know, that was, was just... See, like season... Because season mm. two felt like it was trying to carry on what season one had, and that failed. While season three at least inserted a new system and something that was much different than season one, which is what made it interesting. Right. But like that's why season two just fell so flat, and then they tried to do all this edgy-ish type stuff. Even though Sword Online for the most part isn't edgy, now I wasn't totally mad with the full plot, but it was when they started bringing in the incest stuff and then all that. I, I don't need this. I don't need this. I came to see a nigga right. just win. I said I didn't need that. Um, but how so, you Yeah, go ahead. With Alicization, how do you compare it to uh, the Gun Girl on the alternate? Um, GTO alternate, I, I okay, I, I don't hold that as high as other people. I think GGO alternate isn't isn't even better than the first season. I think right for me right now it'd probably be like Alicization, War of the Underworld, just because we haven't seen the end of it, just because we have, we don't know how much is coming. Then it'd be season one. The GGO alternate and then season two because I don't really like alternate was okay for me. I like how they really dove into the world more. I really enjoyed that. That was really fun and it kind of and it took us on a different character journey on like that. I like that, but I still don't think I still I, I still don't think it was better than season three or season one. I still don't see that. It's, it was good though. Right. It was good. I enjoyed my time, but that's it. Yeah, I felt I felt like people hyped it like way too much. Yeah, and I think it's only because it doesn't have yeah, it was like good, the, but it wasn't yeah. great. Yeah. Like even though, because it still has a similar type to the um the original to um, Sao regular because she's still technically OP. Like no one else moves like her. No one else in the game moves like her. So right. she's technically just you know Kirito but a rabbit. So it's like not that specific. again. We I'm at the, we got Brandon. I'm at the I'm at the table to come back for that for this Sora Online episode. We got it got to be it has to be done. It has to be yeah, done. We'll get into it. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that down on the list. Um. But last two things I want to talk about. I've read All Black, All Black Fruit by boy Eric Aston, the Sickler villain, um, on, on um, Webtoon. I think we posted on Instagram, too. It's a great story to go ahead and read. Need y'all to read it. Um, the art is fantastic. Um, and the story is, is really interesting. It's uh, pretty interesting right now for the first, for the first um, uh, chapter that's, that's out. Um, and since we're dropping this on Saturday, Shrine of the Monarchs should be out by now by about Boy Underdog Sports. That should be out. Art is art is always looking good. Um, I haven't read it right now, obviously, because you know we're recording this on a Thursday, but it should be out now. So I'll, I'll really uh, go check it out on Webtoons. Um, definitely worth the watch. But it's time. It's, just, it's time to transition over into the interview. Um, the reason why we got Keith and Brandon here. Um, now, me and Bo, we we kind of read up, looked up, and we've been, you know, the, the page has been following Content Moon for a long time, but y'all might not know what it is. So I'm going to ask the boys, Keith and Brandon, our first question, real simple. What is Concept Moon Studios? Uh, Concept Moon Studios. We are the one of the newest Black-owned indie publishers in America. That's the that's the straight that's the long and short of it. You know, I mean, we're we're here to we're here to be content creators and build awesome stories with that center around 
black and uh, minority characters, straight up. Anything to add to that, Keith? Uh, no. I mean, that's that's it right there. You know, you hit the nail on the head. That's that's what we do. And I mean, as indie publishers, do you? Well, I mean, everybody publishes different things. What what, what do you guys focus on publishing? You know, like what? I mean, you know, we're anime podcasts. So we, we obviously write John for a reason because uh, we know what y'all we know what y'all publish for the most part. But you know, for the listeners who don't know, what do y'all mainly publish? Um, what type of stories and uh, genre and stuff like that? Yeah. So, well, um, oh, you go ahead. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so right now we pretty much focus on uh comics and. Uh, manga. I guess. I guess you people will debate the semantics of manga, but um, yeah. We right now uh, our centerpiece is comics, but the plan is to expand into different pieces of literature, novels, uh, poetry, cookbooks. You know, we we're looking to be um, a, a large publisher. You know, not just of comics and manga, but of uh, I guess kind of the written word, you could say. Yeah, we definitely um, even out the gate, we've hit every. We try. We've already hit like every genre we could hit. You know, I mean, we've hit American style comics. We've got we got some uh, more uh, manga style books out, um, and we've already got like some some. Uh, we got a magazine out. This uh, compilation magazine for in a, a Shonen Jump esque type of magazine for black creators in a, a, from all over the from all over the world and everything. So we're we're hitting several different genres all at once. And so basically we got we got some of everything. Anything that you would want to read, we already kind of got you covered. That's dope. That's Word. dope. It's amazing. Um, yeah, no, nah, that's that's tough. Um especially like the when I was just like like through your content, the shonen style magazine where it has like all the stories kind of in the in the um the magazine i think that's real dope because just off the nature of um the story that you guys are bringing if that makes sense yeah no i mean that the the last one concept of magazine number two with you know that's available on the website right now that yeah. is 375 pages like it's really like yeah you i saw that it is when I say you sit that on your coffee table like them old <laughs> catalogs, like you know what I mean, like you really, you really feel the weight of it and you see it, and it's yeah. just a, um, it's a, uh, a ballad really to just the awesome black creators that's out right now. Like we got people from all over indie comics in there. Um, even got um, a gentleman that's uh, from, he's a Nigerian uh, writer and artist from France that we, he lets us publish his. America, the American version of his con, his comic book exclusively in Word. Concept That's Magazine. Tough. Yeah, so we we're how, really we coming with a lot of content. How how do you guys get that get that partnership with um, um you know France? Yeah. So that one kind of came about because me and him actually used um, a mutual artist, right? So okay. he does his book, which is a uh, Ken Bogle. If anybody's wondering, he um he does his book with uh, this gender's artist named uh, Issaka Gaudima, and um and he did the original concept art for the Outlaws, um and that's kind of how I met him through that gentleman, and so he linked this up, and me and him we really built um online, 
And uh, yeah, he just he, he liked what we were doing. He liked where we were trying to go. And so we just decided to link up like that. So he does. We have the only American. We only have Americans. We have the only English version of yeah. his book um, in a, in, in a, on the online right now. Gotcha. That's stuff. Yeah. I think that's, that's dope how it happened organically. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. dope, yo. That is. Yeah. A, oh, my gosh. That's fucking dope. I, 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 that just amazed me. I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. The uh, the Concept Moon magazine, the fact that it's physical, like you said, it's 375 pages or 375 plus pages or whatever. I, I may I may gift this to somebody, and I may get a copy for myself. That's amazing. Oh man, you definitely should. I think it's an amazing gift, especially any for anybody that just really loves and wants to see more black stories, and they they don't know yeah. where to start. Man, this yeah, it's a great jump off point. Where um, I guess I'll just go right into the next question that we had. Um, so you talked a little bit about just what Concept Moon is for the, like uh, those listening. I know we got Brandon and Keith, but on I know on the website at least, uh, you guys are a team of four. So I was just kind of wondering, um, we were just kind of wondering how did you know your team come together, all of you guys? Uh, so I'll yeah, take that. Uh, Me and, so- yeah, I'll, I'll let Brandon go. I was the last one to come in, so I'll let oh, wow. Brandon start. Yeah, like, so Concept Moon is kind of like, a, it was a, a labor of love between me and my best friend, uh, Corey, his name Corey Lewis. Uh, me and him were in the Air Force together. And um, so we started working on Frontline Soldiers probably like 12 years ago, really kind of playing with the idea of writing a comic book and, um, and doing that kind of thing. But, you know, we were, that was when we were really young. We were, we were 22, 21. We barely in, didn't have no money. Like we didn't know how to do it. So, um, so in 2017, we, we officially kind of just like, yo man, let's really try to put this book out. So we linked up with this, uh, awesome, awesome, uh, artist from Nigeria named, uh, the Chuck Wilsakwe, um, you can Optimus Raiga on, uh, on IG. And, um, and we, so the three of us really just sat down and we kind of talked and we were, we were like, look, this is what we're trying to do. This is where we're trying to go. Um, and we started building together like that. Um, then um, I met Mike over at Blanderman Podcast and he had us on and uh, we, we were talking about uh, some of the stuff we we're trying to do uh, at the time. This was back in 2018. Uh, we were beginning of 2019. We were talking about the Kickstarter we had going at the time, actually. Yeah, and um, and he was just you know just building with me about how we wanted to change things in the industry and in storytelling in general. And uh, and I guess that's where Keith can kind of jump in because he kind of heard us. He heard us on that podcast. And uh, yeah. so yeah, I'll let Keith tell that part. Yeah. So um, well, and kind of late. I want, was that 2018? I think that was 28. So late 2018, um, I entered this this contest with this company uh, who was, they produce, um, they're a Black-owned company as well that produces manga. Um, but they had a contest for new stories. And I submitted to their contest, didn't win. I had some friends who submitted as well. Um, so I was like, well, none of us, you know, made it, even to the finalists for this. So why don't we, you know, try and start our own company up, like our own kind of magazine. My idea was to go for like a Shonen Jump kind of thing. 
And um, so kind of in the midst of me trying to put everything together, uh, I'm listening to, well, me and Blanime have been cool for a little while now. And like when they start, I'm listening to this, this uh, episode that Brandon's on. I'm like, hmm, he's kind of, they're doing the same thing that I've been kind of trying to put together. Um, so I go and go to the website, check them out. Everything looks, you know, really great. So I hit Mike from Blanda Man. I'm like, hey, could you connect me with Brandon? Um, and he did. And it, it was kind of, you know, it's history ever since, you know. I, I uh, kind of called, well, I, te- I text you first, right? I think I text Brandon first. It's like, hey, do you have yeah. a second for me to call and, you know, we could chop it up for a second. But you guys have been doing something that I've been trying to do. So instead of me, you know, kind of trying to create from scratch, um, let, you know, can I join you guys and bring to you guys what I can bring to the table and we can kind of help each other instead of uh, being each other's competition, you know? Word. That's tough. I think it was dope that um, one that you're able to reach out to a mutual connection with Bland and May. And it's just, yeah, it's just dope because it's just cool to see resources coming together and using each other, especially, um, you know, in our community, like just to see resources using each other and coming together rather than, you know, just figure, like think they have to be the only ones or try to do it themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One one of the big things I learned kind of around that same time was uh, community and not competition you know even if you guys are kind of doing the same thing you can still support each other rather than trying to uh destroy each other so that that's i guess the timing of me learning that was perfect because that's kind of what made me reach out to brandon was like you know we community we don't have to be competition we can help each other out so yeah yeah like it's always and that's always been my personal goal like when it comes to, you know, doing this, everything I'm trying to do with Concept Moon is about building a platform for other black voices. Um, we, uh, if we, we grow, as one of us grows, all of us grows, you know what I mean? So yep. it, it can't be, it can't be singular. I can't be about self. We can't be about, oh, we gotta, we gotta eat everything. We can't share because, you know, it just, it don't work that way. We, it don't, that's not the way the world works. So, um, when he reached out to me, when he reached out to me at first, I was like, "Hey, Mike!" I was like, "Yo, who is this? Who is this cat you got talking to me right now?" You know what I mean? He was like, "No, it's my boy," and he vouched for him. I was like, "All right, cool." So, I, and I and I sat down with him. Like from the very first conversation we had, um, I was like, "Yo, this dude's the perfect, like the perfect piece." Because me and me and Corey, um, we had been talking about internally about, "Yo, we might we might need another person." that can handle some of these things. Because me and Corey are both overseas. Like, I'm actually um, in Saudi Arabia right now. Um, oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Corey's in Italy at the moment, I believe. So we, 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 were, we have been going back and forth about whether or not we should try to, you know, kind of link up with somebody that can handle um, some of the stateside requir- requirements. You know what I mean? Because we were missing a lot of... Um, we were missing a lot of like appearances. We had been invited to a couple of different uh, conventions and we just couldn't go for, you know, just travel, restrict, travel reasons, you know what I mean? And, um, and so when he reached out to us, it was just, it was just like, 
the universe. Like I'm I'm all I'm really big about like manifesting what you what you want and manifesting uh what you what you need. And I've been I have been focused, you know, on trying to find somebody that could really like come in and compliment us. And he just hit us up and the first conversation we had, it was just like, yo, this is it. Like I yeah. knew from jump. And so so yeah. We, we, and we gave him some bullshit. Conversation too. <laughs> yeah. We gave him some bullshit. Like, yeah, man, you gotta we gotta give you a trial period. But I like I already knew. I was like, yo, this dude about to he about to get Where? in and, and really make it happen. So yeah, it's been history ever since. So Where? dang, that that's crazy. I didn't know you guys were overseas. Well, yeah, so uh, thank you, thank you both for your service. That's first and foremost. But uh, nah, that's that's crazy, man. Like I, I can only imagine how being overseas just presents a whole different dynamic to to running a business, um, especially one being stateside, especially just the nature of the business. Like you said, like you know, people having to re like go to go to fairs and go to conventions, and just the nature of just like uh, the field that you guys are in. It's it's very uh personable like people have to see you per se so yeah you know and you know especially in our community i feel like people really need to feel like you need to be they need to feel you tangibly they need to be like yeah i, yeah. I went and i saw them and they got real product and and they look they, they cool people so it was yeah it was just crazy because since we since we uh, linked up with chris we like the team that we have we've built it has grown um and we've been just kind of filling out all of the all of the, the weaknesses as we've been rolling. So gotcha. it's uh, we got It's been a it's been a wonderful process. Um, and uh, yeah, such an organic process too. Like that's really, I think the big the big uh, the big positive of all of it. None of it was forced. Yeah. And big shout out to Mike too. Um, yeah, straight up. Because when I when I when I don't shout that nigga out on here. I was about to say. He's going to get on air for the Yamcha. Come on now. That's like summoning a demon. What the hell? Don't do that. Yeah, I know he he's a he's a he can be a nuisance, but man, he um when I asked him to connect me with Brandon, like he didn't hesitate at all. So uh, I super that's my guy, but I I really appreciate him for that because he really didn't he hit me next day like hey you can call him, um you know he's expecting your call you know it took him no time at all so dope I mean we we joke a lot but that's one of the one of the things we really love about being a part of this community of podcasters um even with you know Mike and Mike Check and Worst Jen and Anime T mm-hmm. and I could just yep. keep going I could just keep dropping yeah. The and um, the best part is that we all in not only help each other compete against each other, but you know, I got like when I was talking to my people, I was talking to Shade of Red. Um, we got, we got, um, was it Shade of Red? No, it was Gray. Gray, we were talking for Gray. We got him first, but we already knew we talked to him. Then Anime Lately gonna talk to him. And then mm-hmm. at some point, more than likely, where's Jen might have him on. And this first time, because we all like, and it's, it's all, it's like, it's all like we want those people, those creatives, we want them to succeed. So we'll give them as many chances right. as we can with everybody to get that audience to be successful. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Beautiful thing, man. Mike shiny, shiny Mike's shiny bald ass head. I mean, <laughs> still, still love the nigga, all right? But um, yeah. <laughs> I just want to take a shout a second and just remind Mike that the Cowboys suck and uh, slide <laughs> that in there real quick. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, <laughs> you know who that came from too. 
um, next, let's um, let's move on. How many? So what we want to know is, so I, I got like a series of three questions. They all kind of go together. Um, first things first, I want to know um, how many titles are currently being made at Concept Moon. Ooh. Independent titles or uh, independent issues? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, uh, we, we have some that are standalones, and then there's some that are like um, in the magazine. So they're they don't ooh. they're not standalone or that's a good you know, at least ooh, just yet. But they you know we produce them. Let's say let's say standalone. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the magazine's gonna be hard. So let's say standalone. Uh, standalone titles, you got Free Fall Gods, Frontline Soldiers, Sun Eaters, The Outlaws, Black Lotus Dragon coming. All right. Maybe I, I was, well, that might have been missing. <laughs> I thought, did I ruin the surprise? <laughs> no, that, that, <laughs> no, you, I mean, you ruined nothing. Bro, Oh, man. Fumbled on the, on the two yard line. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, those are our big five right there. Um, I mean, I mean, we might we got a lot of stuff in work. Okay, all right, you don't gotta tell us that. I mean, actually, you do. I love the secrets. I love the spoil. If you want to spoil, go ahead. <laughs> you want to give give, give us a you know, black anime exclusive? You, you know, I'll give you one exclusive. We got this big crossover we're doing with Wingless Comics in October called Nightfall, Ooh. and it's uh. So that's a that's a, a little exclusive I can drop a little nugget on right now. Which more information to come about that later. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah we, that's we gonna got, be real we, big. It's Wingless Comics, Concept Moon, Constant Hustle crossover. Oh, no, we know we got we got to get the little soundbite. We got the, got the, that uh, what's the soundbite? That was a black anime exclusive. Exclusive. Um. Uh, next question I got just goes into it. So since you told us how many titles are going under there, I want to know if y'all had to pick one of them, and I don't know if this gonna mess all up. What is your favorite title <laughs> under Concept Moon right now, and why? Now mm. again, remember, we got questions to ask at the end, so don't go ahead and fumble the bag. Doing <laughs> the question at the end, all right? Um, uh, you can go, Keith. Hmm. Um, let's see. I want. I think my personal favorite right now out of what's out would be. Um, man, that's a tough question. Yeah, um, that's why I let you go first. <laughs> that's a tough question. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say outlaws. Yeah, Great I'm gonna story. go. I'm gonna Great go story. with Outlaws. Yeah, I mean that's a great that story, Outlaws and not not just because I write it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Outlaws was um probably the the first one where I was like, oh yeah, I wanna, you know. And no offense to the other stories, like all the stories are great, um, but Outlaws really made me like, oh okay, I definitely want to see where this one's heading. That's hey, that's a great comment. Um, so I would say my favorite um, is probably oh man, it's probably Frontline Soldiers, just because it has a it was the first one we did. Um, that was like our baby, 
You know what I mean? Like we we uh we built that one. That's the one we kind of started the dream with, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Um and we're rolling with still. So that's probably my favorite. Shout out to Corey. Uh he writes that one. It's such a it's such a fun book. You know, it's a, he it's very fun, it's very uh you know witty, um and uh good action, great action. The artist does a great job with that one. So that one just looks amazing. Like I yeah, the art there's so many, awesome. yeah, there's so many pages I just want to take out and like make posters out of because this, the art is, is wonderful. So yeah, that's probably my favorite right now. All right, that's a bet. That's a bet. So, ooh, okay, okay, y'all did good. Y'all did good. Y'all ain't spoiled. But I mean, that's interesting. I'm, I'm definitely gonna. Um, for me, one of the things I'm big, big on. If you guys, I mean, people follow us. I know every time I get something that's black, you know, create or something like that. I'll throw it up so y'all know where to get it, what it's about, all that. So I got to pick up from y'all. I got to pick up from the war. I got to pick up from a few people. Let's just say I'm moving soon. I'm moving soon. I'm going to get myself a bookcase, and that bookcase is going to be filled. Oh, okay? got to be filled. Yep. It's going to be filled. Okay? So, um, yeah, I can't wait to read all those. Now, um, next question, again, that kind of comes in that little package, is um, how do you say with your creations and the creation of these comics, um, how do you feel like your personal experiences have influenced the creation of them? Mm, good question. Um, I can say all my personal experience, like everything I've gone through, like in life, relationship, everything, definitely bleeds into the stories I write. Um, I think that every character I write has like a piece of my personality, um, and a piece of my, the, my life experience with wrapped within it so it's definitely when you read my books you're getting you're getting brandon um in some form uh yeah keith um yeah i mean i i echo that um uh uh my at least for my main characters a lot of me goes into them um but i'm I'm very perceptive of like the world around me. So uh, for me, it's like a lot of the things that I see kind of go into it um, just as much as I go into it, I guess, if, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, that's a that's a tough question to really dig into. Um, I got like five characters based off me in our universe. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, it's all good. Yeah, cause I, cause I kind of a piece of me goes into, you know, all the all of my uh, non-villain characters. I guess I'll say, but um, I don't know. I also try to write in a way where I'm not just writing, like. I don't want my writing to be like what would I personally do in this situation, you know. I I try to make it different, um, so that can I don't know. Sometimes that can be a little tough to kind of step outside of myself to make the approach. Uh, so I guess that helps me as a person as well. I guess you could say. But um, yeah, that's. I hope I answered that question right. That that's a that's a tough question. You know, you it's did, such a did. fun process, like writing these characters <laughs> when they when they completely different from you, you know. Right. And then you can just be like, "Yeah, I'm about to do something." What, like, what would the 
the evil twin version of me do in this in this scenario like you know what i mean like it's it's such a, a interesting process especially when you're doing a, a, you're managing multiple characters at once right and and for me sometimes like i'll get so kind of caught up in the writing that i don't even you know i'm just i'm just trying to write what i feel like is good and what flows organically but i'm not necessarily thinking you know what would i do i'm kind of thinking uh, i guess i try to put myself into the character shoes um well i guess that's the same thing i was saying earlier is uh you know trying to step outside of myself <laughs> so i'm trying to put myself into the shoes of the character even though i've created this character um who's you know similar to me in a lot of ways but also different for me i try to step into their shoes um almost like and then almost like in the way that an actor might step into the shoes of the character they're playing in a movie, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and really trying to become that character rather than, you know, that character being me, if that makes sense. And that's, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because, I mean, y'all both, yeah. I mean, Keith definitely knows because he follows my personal too. But, like, I'm, I'm writing a few mm-hmm. stories and I've written, I finished writing one and I'm working on getting that published. That's a conversation but when when i i write them like in a lot of ways it's like i'm not thinking to say of myself you know i'm thinking of right. like, i want to make like the best character that i that i think will like work well for the story that they fit in but mm. i think i i think you always kind of find some things do bleed whether you want to or not you know like mm-hmm. it's yeah. a few a few times for my characters because i have about three right now uh, two, especially, especially the last two I just made. A lot of their feelings or emotions toward things, they I, I find myself they match up with my with, with me. I find they match up with me. Like I read it and I'm like, I'm looking. At it, I'm like, damn. I hope I'm glad. I'm glad that nobody really know me like that. Because if they did, they see I'm talking about myself. Like I feel you know you you know one of those times you hit like one of those quotes, one of those really hard like hard lines, and you're sitting there, you just mm. sit there and look at it, and you're like, damn. I wish I knew this when I was growing up. I wish. I wish I knew this, like saying it kind of like in your way to like your past self. So I can understand that. I understand like the the distinction and also, but also kind of how it bleeds in ways that you wouldn't expect it to. Uh, all right, but you got the next one. But yeah, that's that. Um, is that not, that's like the moral obligation as a writer, right? When you talk about um, how things bleed in the, in the messages you're trying to get across. Yeah. Yeah, that's heavy. All right, go ahead, Bo. Uh, so both you guys obviously are creating your own titles. Um, Keith, I think uh, uh, if you could give me your titles again, um, Brandon, I think I know the titles you got. But with the titles that you guys created, um, what are your inspirations for them? Like for the titles themselves, in terms of like um, the stories. Like, what are the inspirations behind the stories? I know you guys mentioned like. You, you guys write into the characters and stuff, but like for the stories, like in totality, do you guys have any inspirations mm. for those? Um, yeah, so I'll, um, so this is, I guess this will be uh, kind of uh, exclusive for you guys now, because I actually haven't, no one really knows the title for uh, my manga. Outside this of, is a black know, like anime a exclusive. Yeah, so, <laughs> but I can I think it would be good to announce the the title here. So, um, mm. my my manga that's dropping is going to be titled uh, "Black Lotus Dragon." Oh, um, actually, you know, Brandon actually and, said it by accident. Then, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, 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 he and you I had to remind him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was going to say it eventually, but um, yeah, so Black Lotus Dragon is the title. Um, as far as the story, um, so this story is is set in um it's set in california during the gold rush so it's 1849 is when it starts um and my main character is a black woman who is a uh, former slave and uh what i wanted to do yeah you about to shake the room <laughs> and that that's kind of what i wanted to do but i i wanted to have a story that had um a black woman lead but she was you know and we're we're used to like that strong black you know fierce black woman and she is that but i also wanted to have a story where um you see a very human side uh of black women because we don't get to see that a lot in uh, narrative stories um and it's kind of uh, huh, it's it's kind of like almost an homage to the women in my life, I guess, because I've been fortunate enough to have like some really amazing women in my corner, um, like you know, just my mom and my friends and my girlfriend, like just a lot of amazing women around me, um, and I feel like their stories don't get told enough. Um, so that's kind of something that I, I really wanted to do. And it's, uh, and I, I kind of, I'll consult with them sometimes when I hit like a, a rut or something in writing. Um, and then also because, you know, I'm I'm a black man and I, I don't know fully, you know, the black woman experience. So I run into, hiccups at times writing it because obviously i'm not a black woman so uh you know sometimes i need to reach out to somebody to get some perspective on something word dang bro oh snap my fault dang bro that's that's amazing uh i think it's dope well one i think it's important i guess i would say that you're doing the consulting like in terms of reaching out to the black woman in your life because i think that's an important like that's crucial, right? Because, like you said, you right. you aren't a black woman; you're a black man. But um, so, granted, you do have a shared experience through your color, but still, just the lens that you guys experience life is still totally different. So, and I think I think that's that's very important because it's something I think about too. Is when I when I write my characters, I'm actually I'm in this I'm in this other Discord with um uh it's, it's called Written in Melanin. If you don't know if you don't know about that. Um, it's, it's like it's like this uh this woman her name is well I think her husband um her name is Chelsea she like runs this she does a lot of stuff she's working on like a library of like black uh, writers who write novellas and regular novels and that she's working on writing a la- uh, making an online library for all that she's working on doing a lot of great stuff and mm. I'm in the this Discord with her I'm I'm at the link y'all especially since I mean you know, since since Brandy you writing that novel I'm at the link y'all but she's doing all this great stuff and I was um in a chat with her today. 
and we're, we were doing like some writing sprints of like that. And I, I stopped because I was like, I need your help with something because I don't, I'm, because I'm a black man. I like, I'm, and I'm making this character and it's like, this, I want a character that's kind of feminine and sexy and like that. So it's a woman. And I'm like, I don't know how necessarily how to write that without your input, mm-hmm. without someone's input. Like, I need that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's important. It's important. And it's, it's I, I, I say, I said this before, but it just shows how much you care about not only the authenticity, but the quality of what you're trying to write. Like it really speaks right. on it. And it like gives it like a lot of, uh, can't think of the right word for it. <sighs> can't think of the right word for it, but it gives it like a lot of uh, validation. That says validation for for the story also. Yeah, yeah and I, I wanted to to um, make sure that like, cause you usually in, in a lot of things, you can tell when a woman character is written by a man most yeah. times. <laughs> and I, I didn't, <laughs> And like I don't, I don't want that. Even though I do have a woman character who is mainly, you know, who's written by a man, but I want her to be authentic. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want her to seem like she's written by a man. So, yeah. um, that that's something that I feel is is really important. Um, next, I want to ask, um, as a publisher, the first thing I question I, I want to ask is, um, how do you feel? about the bigger comic publishers, like, you know, Marvel, Image, DC, all of them. How do you feel about them? They're dying. Mm-hmm. they dying. Like, okay. um, wow. It, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my look on it. Like, Marvel and DC is dead. Like, they're, they just, like, it's kind of, at this point, they're just using the movies to prop up the comic books, and the comic book stories are trash right now. Um, Marvel and DC are dying. And it's time. This is the time for us as indie creators, black, whatever, to to really step our game up and kind of fill that void because people aren't really going in there for quality stories. I mean, when's the last, what's the last great storyline that was in Marvel or DC for real? Like, you know what I mean? They can't keep rebooting and telling the same stories over mm-hmm. forced diversity and all that kind of stuff. They, uh, characters that don't really represent who they're supposed to represent. It, yeah, now they're dying. That's my feeling. Ooh, that's heavy. That's some heavy words right um, there. Wow. I mean, I, 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 I would agree with that. Um, I, I do think, um, at least, I don't. I think for DC and Marvel, the movie carrying them right now. Um, and I mean, kind of evidence of that is that. Um, the the whole thing that kicked off the movies for Marvel, which was Blade, like Blade, the movie Blade saved Marvel from bankruptcy. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yep. That. Yep. that's kind of a tell that you know the the movies are really carrying them right now because if they hadn't made the if they hadn't made that Blade movie, Marvel might not even be around still right now. You know, who knows if Disney would have still ended up buying them forever. So, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with they, they're kind of, at least in print, they're in a very, very rough time right now. My personal goal is to be the person that throws the dirt on a grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, but before before you continue, gave, before you continue, that just gave me straight Karapika vibes. Just pulling up with the shovel, <laughs> the shovel, oh, with the hey, shovel. Oh, oh, before you before, yeah. you before you go with it, before you go with it, before you go with it, because my question next, my next question was going to be, be how do you believe that Concept Moon will change the publishing world? And you just kind of gave us a little little hint to what to to, 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 to your to your expectations, your your, your goals. Yeah, um, but yeah. Look, man, I'm a competitor. Like, you know what I mean? I came from a sports background. You know, my family's competitive, you know. And it's like anything I'm doing, I'm trying to be the best at. And if you're trying to be the best at it, that means you got to knock off the greats. You know what I mean? Jordan had to go through the pip, the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's how I look at it. We trying, I'm trying to, with Concept Moon, be the next big thing. I want to be as synonymous with comic books and manga and black uh, creativity as Marvel and DC is with comic books right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I, we're doing everything in-house. We're, 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 you know, we're putting, this, we're putting this thing together. We're bringing in black creators. Um, and it, it, it's, it's, it's real, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's real. We all learn from the milestone experience, how dope they did it, um, and then how they kind of fell apart too. So you gotta learn from how the greats fall off. Um, so yeah, no, that's it for me. Like, I feel like we're going to change. We're going to keep bringing in amazing stories. We're not going to do any, we're going to do some, I guess, would it be some standard like story tropes and stuff, but we're going to do it in a, a new creative way. We're going to do it with fresh characters and fresh stories and fresh voices. And we're not going to be afraid to take risks. So that's how we change. Mm. Mm. I tough. love that energy. Mm. I love that. Yeah, I, 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 Definitely. I love competition. Oh, oh yeah. I'm using that sound bite. This, 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 you know, this, this, this going to be the, this gonna be the that um, sense of competition, though. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, I want to say, like, even in that sense of competition, I want everybody to know it's all love. Like, I'm, like, I'm definitely in that space where we're going to knock your head off and then we're going to help try to pick you up and we're going to dust you off and be like, this is what you got to do. For sure. Man, that's I'm, what's I'm, up. I'm that's what's up. That's gonna be the um that's gonna be the soundbite I use for the uh for the uh to uh what's the word to promote to promote this episode, except I'm gonna cut off the part where you said it's all love. <laughs> we don't need that part, we need everything else. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop it right there. Hey, I'm like, it's all <laughs> hey. coming at your heads, nigga. Um I mean pull up with the ratchet. Um <laughs> Um. Uh. Next. Uh. Let's see. Next question. All right, Bo. Did you didn't ask that question yet? We got like a whole list of questions up right now. Bo, you didn't nah, ask that question. I, did I? No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, All right. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I don't. I don't think uh, Brandon got to answer the uh, story inspiration question either. I think oh, I might have talked. Oh, oh you're right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Brandon, give us the, give us your inspiration, and then Bo's going to ask his next question that. Kinda, I guess it kinda. You know what? Never mind. Go ahead. Um. Well, so with the outlaws, um, that inspiration was really kind of my my family, my my you know my uh, my nucleus. You know what I'm saying? So the outlaws is very much based on me and my wife and my kids. Gotcha. Um. So it was just really it was kind of like oh man, what would be my like what would be the process for a family that finds out they all have superpowers 
you know what I mean? And then they on the run, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how that came about. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's really kind of for that one. Now, Sun Eaters was kind of like my, Sun Eaters is, was based off of Dragon Ball Z, like um, years ago, right? I wrote this really long, like fan fiction, whatever. And, and uh, I ended up just taking the fan fiction I made and then uh, turning it into an original project with original characters and making a lot of changes to fit within the bigger concept moon universe. So now it's completely original, you know. And so that you will see that reflected in the art for the first two issues. It's very much reminiscent of the Dragon Ball Z style because I wanted to, you know, pay, uh, show love and pay homage to that because that's where it came from. But sure. the art style is going to be changing going forward. It's going to look completely different, and um, it's going to be bringing in a lot of more original looks to it. Um, so for Freefall Guides, that's really kind of my um, military experience coming through, like in a futuristic way, right? Um, because Freefall Guides is one of our few stories that's completely standalone. Like it, 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 it doesn't fit into the bigger concept moon universe at large. Uh, same way with. Uh, Black Lotus Dragon and um, like a couple other things that haven't come out yet, um, but it's just uh, I just wanted to do a really cool take on uh, Halo jumps and high hole jumps. So which is if you don't know that's you know high altitude, low opening jumps. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was kind of the inspiration for that. I ended up going to uh, indoor skydiving uh, place down in Florida uh, last time I was in the states. And then going out and work and talking to a bunch of uh, skydiver professional skydivers and talking about how the how the, the feelings of and the rush they get from it. And I just you know I really kind of wanted to show that artistically and then add in some really good action. Um, and I, there's a lot of stuff like current event stuff that leads up to how that world is like an alternate world. Um, um, so yeah, that's kind of those those are my big three right now. So. I'll just leave it at that. Anything else, it will be a bit of a spoiler for later on. For for Sun Eaters, you I mean, you immediately kind of can see the inspiration from from Dragon Ball. But I mean, I, I still I, I, I gotta read it because it looks like a really interesting story. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's the first thing I saw. I mean, because the art style definitely is similar, but it it looks like it definitely takes its own has its own take on that on that story. So definitely gotta read it. That's definitely something I'm gonna pick up yeah. within the next few weeks. It's a fun, it's exciting, you know. Um, like I said, I took some cues from it initially, but like it's its own, it's its own read. So when you read it, you'll you'll see. So you'll enjoy it. I'd love to hear your uh, take on it after you get your hands on it. Mm. Where uh, I hop into the next one. Um, so I guess I mean, Brandon, you kind of touched touched on it in terms of like just the energy. The energy you have for the studios but uh when people read a work from concept moon uh i guess what should they expect or like what should yeah like what's the what's the vibe you know concept moon studios what's the vibe they put off in their work uh passion originality you know i think that even like i said even if we do when we take things we inspire by certain things and we put our own we put our own spin on it um and everything we do we do it with 
the greatest intentions to do something for the culture, um, but actually, you know, be original and, and just show people like, hey, there's, there's another way to do it. There's another way to tell stories um, than what you've been getting. And there's, I mean, and there's a lot of great, great indie comics out right now. Um, yeah. But we just want to, we just carve in our own lane. So come over here, enjoy it, and all of, and just, you know, digest what we're doing. And uh, that's it, really. Work, work. Keith, you got anything to add for, um, uh, for like your stories? Like, what do you, what do you want people to get out of them? Um, I mean, he pretty much hit the nail on the head. I, I think passion's a big one. Um, because if they, I feel like if the audience can feel your passion through your work, uh, that makes the experience that much more better for for them as an audience and it makes their experience um with your work you know much more uh intimate so passion is definitely a big one um i know for black lotus dragon um so my main character's name is april and my what i want for her is for when people when people like read the story, I want her to get kind of the same feeling that they got when they were introduced to like Sailor Moon. Like I, I want, I want iconicism. Like it's people. I want people to feel like, oh yeah, this is that's tough. This is something. Yeah, like this is something. Um, I know I'm gonna want to keep up with. This is something that like I want pictures of her all over my walls and stickers of her on my laptop and I want to decorate whatever I can, you know, with her face on it or I want her on a shirt or all of it. Like I want the the way that people kind of have this obsession with Sailor Moon where, you know, they might have all the toys and all the manga the D- that I, I want them to, to want that same thing uh, with April. Mm. That's tough. I think the the sailor, the sailor Moon comparison, like once you said that, I was able to quick quickly understand what you meant. Like that made made perfect sense. <laughs> that mm. made perfect. Yeah, sense. she she's not like Sailor Moon. Um, she's probably like complete opposite of Sailor Moon. To be honest, but uh, you want the iconicism Sailor Moon is kind that of comes to the metric. Moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm using Sailor Moon as the metric for where I want her to go. Mm. Mm. That's, that's, oh my. Guess you get me excited, man. Every time we talk, every time we bring somebody (laughs) on here, they get me excited about what they're doing. I'm excited. Um, And since you're talking about your manga, that was kind of like our next series of questions to ask. Um, What we're going, I'm going to mention real quick, real quick, I'm going to mention that on August 7th, uh, Keith, uh, Keith, you know, Brandon, Content Moon, dropping a Kickstarter for three titles, uh, some that we were told before. So we wanted to kind of ask you about the Kickstarter and what three titles are going to be included with the, that Kickstarter. Um, so it's so it's four titles. It's going to be four titles. Oh, four. My um, fault, four titles. It, yeah, for the Kickstarter. And we'll be um, featuring uh, Frontline Soldiers uh, issue three, uh, Black Lotus Dragon first edition, um, and then people will be able to get 
the Outlaws number one and Sun Eaters number two uh, physical copies as standalones. Um, so currently they're in Concept Moon. Those two are in Concept Moon magazine issue two. Um, but we're going to do a print a print run of those two as uh, standalones. So Kickstarter is pretty much um, you can get all of them physical copies. Um, and then we'll have some other goodies in there. Uh, we're we're trying to get um, well. We'll have shirts. We'll have posters. Uh, we're working on some other stuff like backpacks or uh, playing cards. Um, but yeah, we're we're we we're trying to get people you know all in. We want people to have not just the books, but also have merchandise that uh, correlates with everything as well. So. Yeah, one of the the best packages I think we'll offer is uh, the opportunity to have yourself drawn into a poster with whatever in the in the art style of whatever story you, you like. I think that's gonna that's one that uh, I think is gonna be really good. That's dope. That's um, I want to let I want everybody know that's listening. Uh, when the Kickstarter drops, I mean, of course, on our Instagrams and Twitter, we we'll definitely share it, promote it as much as we can. But you'll also be able to go on our website, go under the spotlight page, and you'll see the links for the Kickstarter um, and also, uh, you know, information about it if you want to help support them. Because, I mean, making these awesome stories is not, it's not, you know, it's not free, but it's, it's I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you want to support. You know what I mean? Um, making amazing stories that you can pass down forever, like to your kids, 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 kids. Um, ever, ever? Forever, <laughs> uh, you know, what I mean, also support your local black business as always, okay. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, we, we're excited for this. Um, we're excited to support it, excited to get it out into the atmosphere, get out into the world. And yeah, I just, mm, just let y'all know, keep, keep look out for that, for that link on August 7th. It's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be in your face, um, as as always. Because Constant Moon again, they're our spotlight. I didn't say it's in the beginning, but Constant Moon, they're our spotlight for the for the month of August. So you're gonna see information about them. If they give me something to say, it's gonna be out there. All right, it's gonna be our spotlight. So we're gonna be pushing them hard this whole month. Um, and yeah, all right. So we actually we have a few questions. We have one question. We have one question because you know Keith been talking about the manga. We had questions specifically for, but he been answering them. I'm not mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> we questions for it. Um, but Bo got we got one more we got one more question specifically to you, Keith, about uh about your manga. Uh go ahead, Bo. Okay. Yes, sir. So the question we had, well, yeah, we had was um what anime or manga uh would you say has influenced your writing? man, uh for me a lot of Tagashi, so Yu Yu Hakusho, um Hunter Hunter. Uh, especially as far as like um, story structure and art goes, um, man, what else? Um, honestly, so this is so Black Lotus Dragon is uh, kind of it's more it's on the action side, but I I've gotten some inspiration from like Fruit Basket, um, mm. uh, anime like. Place further than the universe. Um, what else? It's man. Um, recently, there's been some some like 
I don't know, tidbits of Ace of Diamond because it's kind of just because maybe because that's what I'm watching. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I take I try to pull elements that I like from any type of genre um, as long as the storytelling's good. And then because my my style of writing inspiration, really, I guess, is I kind of pull bits and pieces that I like from a different a lot of different places that may not really be similar and then i kind of find a similarity between them to make them fit together um so yeah i i get inspiration from places where it's like you know uh it it seems like i wouldn't draw inspiration from there but uh i i find a way to make it work but uh yeah definitely a lot of tagashi for me, as far as uh, manga and anime, Tagashi is like probably one of, if not the one of the best uh, storytellers that I've come across. That's good. I agree. That's He's definitely have different storytellers. <laughs> That's the good shit. You said, I heard Fruits Basket. I'm the Slice Life junkie on the squad. You heard Fruits Basket? So we're going to get okay. some. That, that romance, I, I love. I love a good romance. Just, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, it'll be some some pieces. Uh, it won't be a whole lot of romance in there. It's definitely gonna be pieces. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, I got two. Got two more questions. Two more questions, and then we are gonna head over to the news. Um, lastly, so our feature content this month. Um. If you go on our website, you can see it and read about these, you know, read about the descriptions a little bit more. Um, our future content for, for this month from you guys is Free Fall Gods, number one, and Frontline Soldiers, number two, part two of two. Um, can you tell us what to expect from these series? Um, Brandon, Brandon's a little bit familiar with those. He might be a little better with, uh, to answer that than me if he's a... Uh, Still here. Well, you know, frontline soldiers, you don't get action. You get an action off out, out the door. Um uh it's a it's a team building. So frontline soldiers is kind of the coming together, the first two the, the first two issues of the coming together of the team. You're getting a lot of action as soon as you start reading the book, a lot of great um one-liners and things like that. It's a very fun story. Um and so yeah, that's my big thing. It, it, I think with those with this particular issue, you're gonna get a lot of fun. You're gonna get a lot of good one-liners, a lot of good um, action, great artwork. Um, with Freefall Gods, it's uh this it's full story building. You're gonna get it's uh you're getting this you're getting this perspective in the main character's life in different at, in, at different intervals. It's like before he starts his big journey. Um, to become one of the um, elite SPAC officer story, which SPAC is single person air combat officer. So um, it's a very interesting story. It's a it's a story of overcoming. And uh, yeah, that's I think that's really the best way to sum it up. It's him overcoming the odds to get where his ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. They both sound really dope. I. Um... I was reading the description for it and I read it a few times after Keith sent it to me and I was like, damn, I need to read these. I need to pick these up like <laughs> yesterday. Like I need them today. Like not, not tomorrow. I need them today. Um, 
and the art <laughs> from the uh, covers, they both look fantastic. Definitely, you know, rivaling, you know, Marvel and DC on 100% and all, you know, Image and all the other ones. Definitely rivaling, getting up there and happy to see. I can't wait to pick them up myself. Um, if you guys want to read more about the series, you can um, go to our website and see it under our spotlight page. Um, or you can go, you know, straight to the, the head and go to Content Moon. Uh, it's contentmoonstudios.com and, and look at it there too. Um, but whichever one you want to choose, whichever one you want to choose. All right. Um, uh, next, last question we got for y'all is what do y'all, what are the next steps for Concept Moon? So, you know, a lot of things are going on in the world right now. And, you know, COVID, you know what I mean? COVID not ruining a lot of shit and all that, but we still got to keep moving. We still got to keep grooving. We still got to yeah. keep making that money, keep, keep doing what we got to do, making these series, making this everything. Um, so, like, what are the next steps for, you know, Concept Moon? You know, we're just going to keep building, keep building this world, keep building this world that we're we diving in, we've been living in, and uh, insisting. We just want to, so we're going to be in bringing in probably somewhere between four and six new titles next year. Um, and so we're just growing, we're just trying to build, we're trying to build, and we're trying to grow in a, in a sustainable manner. That's amazing. You said 46 next year. Yeah, it's gonna be a big year. Um, yeah, we cooking, man. Cooking. Yeah, for for me, um, I mean, moving forward, you know, I'm I'm a writer, but I'm also the marketing director. So, uh, for me, it's growing our audience. Um, you know, getting a greater visibility. Uh, this year we have planned on hitting, you know, a couple of cons, but. You know, the state of the world has changed that. So uh, we've been kind of working on our pivot to to where we're still getting um, more eyes on us without that presence of cons. So it's been a lot of uh, strategy and kind of kind of trying to network and get into different places where we can we can build a, a larger community. Um, online since you know we can't go out and do it you know location to location so yeah it's definitely like you said it's all about like you said we, in, in the beginning we want to be tangible we want people to be able to see us and feel us and um feel the passion we're bringing to how we're building and uh and what we're trying to do you know for uh for storytelling in general but you know for black storytelling specifically you know what i mean so yeah, growth is everything. Mm. I love that. I love to hear that. I mean, I'm, I mean, like a hundred percent. Everything y'all been saying, not only about Concept Moon, but about your own works and about your own mindsets for everything. Like, damn, like that's. I love it. I love it. I love the way that feels. Yeah, Sam. Uh, definitely. It was a dope. This was a dope conversation for sure. Just like hearing you guys more thought process a little bit more about you guys, but um, yeah, no, just like Aaron said, I'm pretty. I'm sure you guys are gonna be be successful in this next year, and you know, just as you guys keep growing and keep gaining your keep gaining your audience. So, uh, but yeah, and I do also want to thank you guys again for just coming on. So. Thanks again for having us, man. It's it's been a an amazing. You know, and I, um, yeah, I've I really uh, had fun talking to y'all. 
Yeah, likewise. Like uh, it's, I really do appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, allow us to come up here and talk our shit on y'all's uh, That's always fun. And I mean, this, for 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 us, this is like me me especially like well like this is a big this is this, like this is big in my opinion because we I mean this and a few other a few, I think about like ten other um, studios or people con create content uh, content creators we've had y'all on our calendar for like three months, right? And oh, our calendar yeah because we we had talked what like two months ago about about mm -hmm. something but we you know we hadn't set the date but yeah. yeah it was we we had talked about it a while ago I'm, I'm gonna just let you know our calendar has changed at least four times within like two months it's changed a lot oh wow. i mean okay. yeah but we i mean we've wanted you i think i've especially wanted y'all on for a long time but you know every, you know we try to do everything at its own pace, but you know what I mean. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes it's not your timing. You know what I mean. Sometimes you know, the big guy upstairs, mm -hmm. he's the one that makes the timing for you. And so, I mean, y'all, y'all got here when y'all got here, and I'm so happy to have y'all here when y'all do. Especially since y'all dropping the Kickstarter soon, and then I know, then uh, Keith, I know you dropping the manga, but in like two months, two three months, okay. that's the goal. Yeah. So like it's yeah. I mean, so the it's in the Kickstarter, and then it'll once the Kickstarter is over, it'll drop. Um, yeah. So yeah. So it's, yo, you know, my timing may not be perfect, but you know, as, as you know, as a, a, oh my gosh, as a, a pastor, um, uh, oh my, I don't forget his name right now. J Rock. J Rock, as Pastor J Rock would say, God's timing <laughs> is perfect. So, mm -hmm. um, really happy to have y'all on. Glad we got to have this conversation. Um, now we're going trickly trans, trickly. Wow, that's not a word. We're going to quickly. <laughs> transition into news we're gonna go through news and we're gonna hit last words as usual we have a good amount of news today so i'm gonna try to just run through this motherfucker. i'm gonna try to get through it a lot of cool interesting stuff happening out of japan and a lot of funny stuff happening too a few a few things made me laugh when i was just looking at myself uh first we have goro miyazaki says he's confident in upcoming earwig and the witch cg film now um earwig and the uh witch is the new film that's coming from uh Oh my gosh! I just I can't remember nothing today. <sighs> can't remember. It. I'm sorry, but it's a it's a new film that's from a very popular, very 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 popular publisher. That is like I'm gonna kick myself because I'm gonna remember this as soon as the episode's over. I'm black. Boom! That's the studio. <laughs> but it's kicking myself. Ghibli? Is it Ghibli? Ghibli? Yes, yes. Studio Ghibli. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because that Ghibli. that sounds like you said. Uh, Girl Miyazaki, I think that's yeah. Kyle Miyazaki's son. It say. is, it is, and there was an article about it, but yeah. I lost him, so whatever. Um, <laughs> I lost it, but so it was whatever. But yeah, Studio Ghibli, I'm in, I'm excited for it. It looks similar to the uh Lupin movie that I still haven't seen yet either. But uh, the Lupin movie CG was amazing, and I just I, I still need to watch that movie though. But if it looks similar to that, so I'm excited. I mean, it's the future. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm hoping that all movies are made like that. But it's the future of having this, you know, more than one um, animation style and, you know, digital animation style than before. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next, we have Thai protesters sing Hamtaro theme at pro-democracy demonstration. Now, I haven't watched Hamtaro, but I know Hamtaro is hilarious. I've seen clips from it. Oh, well, no, clips from it. So I think that's funny. Um, I wish I had the article, but I forgot to click on it, so I'm sorry, people. Next, we have, and this is a funny one, too. We have Florida congressional candidate 
warns of internet anime porn like Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) (laughs) Say say what? (laughs) Florida man strikes again. I'm I'm confused. (laughs) What what is is being said here? So so this is a Florida congressional candidate, K.W. Miller, warned his nearly 40,000 Twitter followers of the great deal of anime porn that exists on the internet. The independent party candidate for Florida's 18th district pointed to Akira Toriyama and Toei Animation's Dragon Ball Z as one of the top issues. Now, this is the tweet. (laughs) This is what the tweet says. The tweet says, they are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix. Dragon Ball Z is one of the top issues here. They are sexualizing cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda on our kids. What's next? Where will it end? <laughs> if you needed oh, another God. reason wow. to not live in Florida, <laughs> here it is. Okay, if you needed another one. Um, oh my gosh, K.W. Miller himself is already a fucking lunatic, but it's just... It's just, it's just, I just, uh, Florida, Florida, Florida. You never cease to amaze us. That's all I got to say. Next, we have um, Seven Deadly Sins series is getting a one shot manga. Um, it's Seven Deadly Sins, I believe. I forget when it ended, but it's been, it's been, it's been ended for a little bit now. But they are getting their one shot um, soon. I'm waiting for the article to load. There we go. They're getting their one shot. So the official website for Kodansha Weekly Shonen Magazine announced on Wednesday that Nakabe Suzuki will publish a one-shot manga for his Seven Deadly Sins manga in the magazine's combined 36th and 37th issue. The manga will follow, and again, if you haven't finished it, I'm sorry for the spoilers, whatever. Um, he, uh, the manga will follow. It ended on March 25th, and Kodansha published the manga's 41st and final volume on May 15th. Uh, I'm trying. There's no spoilers. None of these are spoilers. I want to know what's going to happen. No, no. <laughs> None of these are fucking spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so a one shot's coming out. I don't know what it's about, but a one shot is coming out. If you're a Seven Deadly Sins fan, go ahead and check it out, especially if you read it. Even though I heard the last chapter, the last few chapters were fucking horrendous. So I don't have much faith. And the last season's animation was. <laughs> Garbage, oh, dumpster so trash. Garbage. Uh, that whole, I even that watch whole show is overrated. Nope. The last few chapters were horrendous. Trash Season one and two wasn't that bad. The <laughs> movie was okay, but oh, what, what? What? They bastardized that last season. I don't even understand. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch that last season. Next, we have Crunchyroll surpasses yeah. three million users, which makes me happy because I love Crunchyroll. So, I mean, Crunchy, I, I'll say this. Crunchyroll is the only one I actually like so far. Funimation sucks, and I got, I said to try high dive out in Verve, but you know for like you know mainstream Crunchyroll is is doing some good shit. You know what I mean the stuff make the stallion mm-hmm. is doing the stuff for Yed, uh, Yedoye, uh, his his little podcast eight part podcast. Yedoye he was a funny he's a funny ass um uh he's a funny ass comedian Yedoye. They're doing stuff for him, so like they're doing a lot of stuff. I'm probably, I probably said Yedoye's name wrong, but whatever. They do a lot of cool stuff, you know, for black people and all that. So I'm with it. Uh, next up, Masamune Kun's Revenge manga gets a special chapter. Now, I said this not because I'm going to read it or anything like that, because this anime was really good, and I'm really mad. There's no more extra seasons, so I, I might read the manga. Who knows? Probably won't, but I'll say I might. And <laughs> um, and I just I just want them to bring it back. So 
go read that special chapter if you're a reader. I may or may not pick it up. Who knows? Uh, next, we have Niantic donates $10 million to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, if you don't know who Niantic is... Pokemon Go, right? Yeah, Pokemon think, Go. I think that's... A, yeah. All right. So... My laptop kind of just crashed, people, so I'm not going to read any more articles for the news. But we're going to end off where I stopped, which is with Niantic donating $10 million to support Black Lives Matter movement, uh, which I think is really cool that the people who made Pokemon Go, which is like super big in America, still kind of. I mean, they had the whole raid thing go on a while ago, and I don't even know. I don't even know people are still playing it like that. But that, but they did that. Next, we have Toonami premieres Fire Force's Fire Force Animes, second season on October 24th. Um, they're going to start doing, um, well, finishing off, I believe, season one or start season one now. I forget what the what they're doing for it. But all I know is that's good. More people need to watch Fire Force. Fire Force is amazing. Watch it. Next, we have KO Tecmo lists Western release for Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Sharkers game. This one's more of an RPG compared to the regular turn-based one that we had open open RPG instead of the turn-based one. So I'm kind of interested in how the community feels about that and they'll react to that when that comes out in uh, the West. So interested. Next, we have Funimation adds Hunter Hunter anime in US and Canada along with a few others, but Hunter Hunter being the biggest one. I didn't know this was not Funimation, but it also reminds me of Funimation is fucking trash. Um, <laughs> next, does the it, retro. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I just does it does it say if it's the full Hunter Hunter anime? Because like Netflix mm -hmm. has the first hundred episodes, but it's like there's 148 or 147 something Funimate, like that. I think Funimation has the full. I'm not sure. Again, my laptop is like fucking dead, so I can't even click the article because mm -hmm. I had it open, but I'm like looking at an empty screen right now. It's just. Ugh. I'm just saying I'm pissed right now, okay? Um, <laughs> I, I hate this fucking laptop. Next, we have Retro Crush also launches as a linear streaming service. Um, they're kind of changing up how they do things now. I actually have Retro Crush on my phone still. It's really good for older anime that I've never heard of before. So I've been watching mm -hmm. a few on there. I watched GTO on there. I watched this one called Eat Man 98. And I think I watched, oh, I started watching one other one on there. But it's pretty good. You can watch it on browser. There's apps for it. And I think they're trying to expand some more. So definitely a good watch. Um, they released a Death Note wristwatch, an official Death Note wristwatch. And it comes with a secret compartment for your little Death Note paper. So, um, yeah, this is kind of cool. I mean, they, I think we talked about a One Piece watch that came out a few weeks ago. And, you know, now we have this. So I think it's cool. Anime style coming up. Now we have um, Oriyasuki, Are You the Only One That Loves Me? Manga ends on August 23rd. Um, this is a really good show that I liked. That anime is really good. It's really good. It's, the anime is really good. Bench Coon is the best antagonist in all of anime. No one can tell me different. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I hope the new season comes out soon. Because I, I don't remember if that was the last season they're doing, but I hope another one comes out. Really good show. I think there is one. There's definitely more coming out. I just can't totally remember the mm -hmm. news. I, have I hope so. I believe there is. I think there's one that comes out that's going to be about the day of the game that like all these things happened on. And that's and, and mm. Oriyasuki is the funniest thing ever because every time it's like, oh yes, I remember last Everything year. Everything is the baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is the baseball game. Oh my stuff. Uh, oh, I saw. Oh my gosh, I said. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> I'm. I was reading this too. Anyway, 
But next we have Uzumaki anime is delayed to 2021. Uzumaki is an is a they're doing a redo of Junji Ito's uh uh anime or an anime or one of the stories that's being redone as an anime on Adult Swim. So Adult Swim, we're about to do a few Adult Swim news in a minute. Adult Swim Con was on Sunday and they released a lot of shit because you, I gotta understand something. And I keep telling people this, and this is something I ranted about for a little bit. People keep thinking, people keep calling anime and saying that's something that's only a Japanese. That's not the truth anymore. I'm sorry. Sorry for y'all weebs or y'all whatever the fuck you want to call yourselves, call yourselves, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. Y'all, anime is not Japanese only. And that's just a fact. In the 90s, early thousands, 80s, like that, yes, yes, you're right, it was. It's not anymore. And it never will be again. Adult Swim is personally publishing anime on its on its channel now and it's coming from japanese studios but it's going to an american american uh uh channel so y'all need to shut the fuck up that's they'll it. move the goalposts they'll they'll say it has to come from you know, I, i've had studio. that yes this... yeah man shout out to adult swim <laughs> and tsunami for really bringing them bringing anime to america like that though like most of us yeah. got introduced to anime from that Tsunami. source like you know what i mean yeah like, so yeah that's 100 i really them. respect them for that especially doing that um next we have interview with blade runner black lotus director shinji eramaki and kenji kamiyama reveals anime would debut in 2021 i was actually looking forward to this i didn't know when the release date was so now it's in 2021 i can't wait for it this is another Adult Swim anime, y'all. <laughs> y'all just getting fucked today. They going um, in. They going in. Next, Tower of God. Adults, nothing from Adult Swim Con. Tower of God staff makes an eight-minute short for Rick and Morty animated series. So, guess what? That's also on Adult Swim. So Rick and Morty's American, so y'all could. I, I, I'm gonna keep talking my shit. Um, lastly, Country <laughs> Roll, Adult Swim announced anime original called. Fina Pirate Princess anime for 2021. They also released a, a short clip of it, a preview for it. So you can go ahead and watch that. And, you know, move the goalposts on their post, but it's anime and y'all just gonna <laughs> fucking deal with it. That's just life, okay? Um, next up, Attack on Titan releases a shochu liquor in collaboration with Omatsu Brewing. I want a sip of that. You know what I'm saying? Get drunk, man. I need that shit. That's not, I mean, especially if you in the world of Attack on Titan, I'm I'll be drunk every day. I'll be I'll be I'll drink myself to death by now. <laughs> Fuck that place. Oh, Been an alcoholic. Oh my gosh. Um next up, Junji Ito <laughs> confirms Hideo Kojima has talked with him about working on a possible horror game project, which I think is a crazy imagine Hideo Kojima's mind. Oh. Mash up with with, uh, with Junji Ito's fine game ever. What? That game would go, it would be terrifying and it would be like have one of the, the best <laughs> stories and like political commentary and like, fuck, like you're gonna get eaten by like Trump's hair or some shit. I don't know. It's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fucking wild, but I, I hope they end up doing it. I'll, I'm, I'm buying a PS5 this year, so I'll actually be able to, you know, hop on the Kojami, uh, Konami train, so uh, Kojima train, so. Next up, Common Rider franchise gets a new game for PS4 and Switch in Japan uh, in Southeast Asia, Asia on October 29th. Know some people that like Common Rider, so if you want to play a game for them, here you go. Uh, Lisa's Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaba song tops a million downloads. All right, that's crazy. That's the that was the opening 
for Demon Slayer. That's the OP. Song. Yeah. Yes, OP. That OP is really good. Yeah, that, that song's really, really good. That shit hits. Um, next up, manga artist Sumito Oari responds the following CG erotic art of child characters on Pixiv, which I think is like his site. I wish I had an article for this because this is the guy who, oh my gosh, that's pissing me off. Because if I told you who this guy was, the art, who, what, what he's written, what he did the manga art for is like some, some of the most popular manga. Well, we're not popular manga, but one of the popular series that came out. I'm about to tell y'all right now. He did, um, oh, keep your hands off Izokin, which is wild. Because if you've read this, it's about children, kids in high school, like making manga. And it's an amazing story. It was amazing anime. It animated per- amazingly, um, or you know, very well. And for him to be the manga artist and to be writing, drawing kitty porn, come on now, mm. come on now, like yeah, that's, that's it. especially after writing a story about kids. Come on, right? Like that's just that's fucked up. Um, next, anime fan couple names their son after Black Clover's Asta. So this little Asta running around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next we're gonna have Lionsgate releases Ghost in the Shell anime film on Ultra HD 4K Blu-ray disc on September 8th um, next we have G4 teases a, their channel return in 2021 I didn't watch a lot of G4 growing up but from what I've seen that people loved it I don't I don't really watch it like that but I watched like a little G4. bit of it it's I had a couple shows, but uh, like I watched uh, X Play on there. I don't even remember what that show was, but I remember I watched it. Um, I remember I think they were the first ones I saw that had the uh, Ninja Warrior show, the oh, obstacle yeah. course game show or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first place I saw that show on there too. That's that's that all the I really channel, remember. Like, them, Olivia Munn came from. Like she used to yeah the, 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 yeah the show on there, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's where all she I came. remember about you. Yeah. That's that's all I remember about you. Olivia all you remember is all you remember is Olivia Munn. I mean, that's there a good reason to remember. I understand. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Um, uh, last two news we have for today: two in things in gaming news. If you watched the Xbox uh, Microsoft thing that came out, uh, they had talked about Fantasy Star Online Two. New Genesis is announced for twenty twenty one. I did play Fantasy Star 1, Online 1, but I'll probably play this. It looks dope. The, the graphics looks amazing. Uh, net, lastly, we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Film opens on April 8th, 2022. Excited for that. First movie. Heard great things. We talked about a little bit before. Keith and Brandon both gave it high praise. Yeah, and I'm, yeah I next, really enjoyed that first movie. <laughs> yeah. Much better than I thought it was going to be. Like it was actually- Yeah. And maybe it's because I walked into the theater with no expectations and mm-hmm. just ended up like really pleasantly surprised that it I, I really enjoyed that movie a lot. <laughs> really surprised. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey steals the movie. Yeah. Like, he's amazing as Dr. Robotnik. So, I really need to watch Maybe it. I'll check it. Probably not. <laughs> we, we don't. We don't we... <laughs> Why you shut it down like that? Oh my gosh. Um. I, and I was about to say something. I, I so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty sure the next one that probably has like tails and knuckles in it. And that and you know, Knuckles is my favorite character solely because I forget what Sonic game it was where you could do like the Knuckles missions. You could like dig it for treasure. Sonic, Sonic 2. Bruh, I, I, I used to play that game for like 
days. And I would do like every single knuckles. I fucking love knuckles missions. So um interested to see where they go with the movie in the next one. Um, but that's all the news we have for today. So next we're going to the best, best segment, the best part in any anime podcast across the world. Last words. Mm. Talk your shit. Slander. Right, you first, I'm um, I'll I guess I'll go first. Um, this isn't well, if anyone follows me on Twitter, this isn't new to them, but I just want to remind everyone that Black Clover is trash. Okay. Um, woo, woo, you in the right pod. Oh you were, I thought you were going I thought I thought you did something else. And and you, yeah, you came just, through. You came through. Good job. I just wanna remind everyone that Black Clover is trash. Um that's really all the slander I got right now. Black Clover stinks. That's about it. I don't want to go tangent. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's I don't want to give it. Keep, keep. We can do. I, I'll, I'll, I'll release a whole troll episode talking about Black Clover being trash. You know what I mean? I'm okay with it. I don't give hey, a I, I could come back for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I could come back for that. Oh, but you got for us. Oh man, I ain't got no slander, no for nobody. <laughs> I will. You know, I just want to leave. <laughs> on a semi, I don't know, positive note, like for like black figures out there, really take the time, do it, do the work, you know what I mean? And, and don't let do the work. Um, try to be as professional as possible in your execution. And remember that nobody owes you. That's one of the uh, my big pet peeves, I guess. You, know, you, you run into a lot that want, like, want you to give them all of the back, everything that you worked hard for. They want you to give it to them. You got it. You got to work. Way I work. I'll give you something. I'll give you some nuggets. You got to go out and grind and, and really put in the sweat equity. Because if you don't, if I give you everything and you fall and you and you stop doing it, you'll fall off. You know what I mean? So really, black creators build your brands, build your process, keep fighting. And hundred because at the end of the day, the only when people when people look at your product, they look at what you're doing. They're gonna look at what you do. They're not look gonna look at what the person next to you did, person behind you and forward you. If you do bad, they're gonna be like, it's you. So you gotta rep your own brand. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be the one to to stand on your two feet and make sure no one looks down on your brand. And your brand is you, as a person. Yep. So you gotta make sure. And that I, I'll, I'll, I'll um say this to add on to that too that uh the 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 grind is where the the where you get the real value, you know, because um when it's handed to you, it's not it's not this it don't hit this when you grinded it. But the, the value, the values, and you know, that's where you make all your mistakes and learn. That's where you figure out what happens. I mean, what works and what doesn't. That's all you can't. You can't fake that. You can't really bypass. You try to, you know, you got no foundation to, to really stand sturdy on. Yeah. That's 100. Hey, all right. Di- you could be in a diamond field. Don't quit because you found a piece of coal. You know what I mean? Hey. You're right. Pressure makes diamonds. And if you little, you afraid of getting a little cold, you ain't never going to make the diamond. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. All right, Bo, put down the fork. Come on now. This nigga eating. Backwards. <laughs> uh, thank you again, first off, to Brandon and Keith for jumping on the podcast. Really appreciate you guys. Um, nothing but the best. Was nothing but the best for Constant Moon Studios. And I'm sure we'll stay in touch and, you know, talk to you guys some more so that was dope um everybody go support constant moon studios and last words 
uh, Haikyuu is the best sports anime and manga ever created. Fuck that shit. <laughs> now, Keith, don't say that goddamn word. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I, I decided I wasn't going to. You know, I just. Smart. I, I have my differing opinion. <laughs> smart man, smart man. Um, for my last words, uh, I'm gonna thank Keith first. You know, for slandering uh, Black Clover for me. Can I do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, secondly, uh, as always, and I mean, just in general, we're going to thank Concept Moon Studios for not only agreeing to be our podcast, but agreeing to be the spotlight for this uh, for this month. Um, you can read you know, all about them on our website, blackanime.com, under the spotlight tab. You can read all about them on there. Um, you can get links to their uh, to their website, to their you know, library, to their books. Um, please check out their work. They're doing amazing things over there. Uh, really interesting stuff that they're doing. And I think that everybody should at least go check it out. Um, I want to thank y'all for coming on the pod and talking with us and hanging with us. It's a really great discussion. Y'all said a really a lot of really cool, a lot of really inspiring things that I'm hoping that the future creators, if you're listening, will be listening to that. And if you're just you know a, a, a consumer, you know what I mean? These are the kind of people that you want to you wanna buy from. You want to buy from people that, that not only are inspiring to other creators, but they're so passionate about their work. You know, they're not, they're not afraid of a little competition. So I uh, really appreciate everything y'all have said on here today and everything that y'all have, you know, uh, everything y'all said here today and everything that, um, you know, I mean, just for talking to us. Like, that's amazing. So really, really glad to have y'all on. And thanks again to you guys yeah. for um, for having us on, man. Like we, um, you know, we we're just trying to you know get the word out about us. So we we really appreciate you guys giving us the chance to really come on. You know, tell your listeners and you know you guys getting to know us a too, but letting your audience. So really great. Now, last for my little bit of slander, my little dip in the slander pool, um, Goblin Slayer movie. I don't know who made you, but <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I had so much promise. I had so much promise for that movie. I expected so much. And that's the problem. I always get my expectations up. I get my expectations up and I get, I get disappointed. But even if I did not have any expectations, you, it still would have fucking sucked. It was literally just a long episode, and I don't understand why. Just call it a special. You don't have to call. You don't have to call it a movie. Just say y'all are dropping a Goblin Slayer special. Just take off the movie title. Say take it down all the all the promotion. Take it down, and just call it a special. Because that's all it is. With a thirty minute recap, the movie is an hour and twenty five, and twenty five to twenty nine minutes is a recap of the entire season. Shut it down. Wow. Shut it down. I just. But anyway, uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, actually, y'all, y'all got the got to take the outro last last week. This is gonna be outro this week, so I'm, I'm just kind of talking. There's gonna be like music playing underneath of me and everything right now, or, or it has been probably like a minute now. I don't, I don't know how fucking long I make the fucking music, but there's an outro about to play soon. So um, uh, 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 thank y'all for listening. Um, uh, Keith, Brandon, uh, thank y'all for coming. Let's say bye to the peoples. Over you know, as the music plays. Um, <laughs> uh, bye everyone.
It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Hey, everyone. It's Bruni, a.k.a. the Tiny Giant, a.k.a. the baddest bitch on this podcast. Here to thank you for listening to this episode of the Black Anime Podcast. If you want to join the discussion with myself and the other hosts, connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at BLXXKAnime. Again, that's at BLXXKAnime. I also want to remind everyone to check out our Patreon. The link will be in the description. Depending on the tier you subscribe to, you'll gain access to exclusive pods with our monthly guests, the link to join Discord servers with other listeners, and the Black Anime hosts, and discounts for Black Anime merch. Again, thank you for listening to the episode, and don't forget to look out for the next one.